0: RadioInfluence.com. welcome to instant pretty podcast I'm Talia Keen your host and I'm Abby Kiefer your co-host of instant pretty podcast today we have a very special guest Adrienne Purnell she's a Tampa native but she's most well known for her. She was a member of the Legends Football League, formerly known as the Lingerie Football League, and now a mother of twin boys. We're going to discuss her time in the league, the transition of motherhood, and how she keeps her beauty regimen on point. Well, welcome, Adrienne. Hi, Salia, thanks for having
1: me and Abby. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, like you said, I played for the Legends Football League for about eight years. Um, played here, played in Australia, we played in Canada, played in Mexico, played all over. Um, I am currently a mother of twin boys. Um, there'll be a year this Saturday. Uh-huh. Happy um, birthday. I'll, thanks, I'll tell them that you Another say. Aquarian. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> um, Yeah, so I've played sports all through high school, but I was a more so of a cheerleader and then played football my senior year in high school, ran some track, um, and I fell in love with the sport. Great. Tell the listeners what the Legends
0: Football League is all about, and how you got started specifically with Fatmore Major League.
1: Okay, um, well, it just so happened, I moved here, back here from Houston. Um, I lived over there for a few years because my family's from there. And um, when I moved back, I had seen a clip online of women playing football, and I thought, oh my gosh. I would love this. My best my best guy friend was like, if this isn't for you, I don't know what else is. <laughs> um, and at that point, I was very young, a lot of aggression inside of me, always trying to come out. So um, I went, started going to a gym here in Tampa. And it just so happens that the gym that I started training at, the head coach of the Tampa Breeze oh, nice. was really? a trainer there. What gym was that? Um, what is it? Used to, it used to be called... He works he owns the compound now. But I forget what it used to be called. It was over there where that Cigar City Brewery is. That old gym. I can't remember what it Fight Factory. Yeah. It was the Fight Factory. Fight Factory. Cool. Yes. All right, cool. So um Yo Murphy was the coach. And um started training there, and my ex-boyfriend was like, yeah, you should definitely, my girlfriend, she wants to play, and he was like, okay, I'll give her a tryout. And I went and tried out, and he said, you suck.
2: Wait, <laughs> how old were you at this point? I
1: was 21, <laughs> 22. 22. Okay, just to, I was 21, about to be 22. Um, and he was like, you run like a baby deer. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. And I was just like, okay, let's, do, let's put in the work. And I, at that point, was like 135 pounds. My top playing weight, my best playing away I guess you you can say is 147. So we had to put on all that muscle yeah. and all that power and you just as the you know the years progressed I got a lot better with it but um when I went to tryouts he was like you still suck. But <laughs> you have passion and there's a lot of a lot of things you can teach and passion isn't one of them. Um, so when they found me in the right position it was it was the ceiling was gone. You know what I mean?
0: So I was reading an article today about Edelman because the Patriots are my team, first of all. He's beautiful, by the way. Yeah, isn't he? (laughs) Good lord. the thing that struck me, I wasn't even going to mention this, is that he went through something like eight different positions till they found his sweet spot. So you said kind of the same for you. So what was the position that you finally
1: well, I started off since i was, you know, tall and I was super slim at the time. Um, they were like free safety receiver, a lot of body, mm-hmm. you know, right. you can catch. And for whatever reason, whenever they put me out there, I couldn't catch a cold. Like I wasn't <laughs> catching anything, and I was breaking fingers. And every day at practice, it was a little injury. And he was just like, oh, God, why did I waste a spot on the roster for this girl? <laughs> and then our middle linebacker just so happened to quit one day. And she, when I tell you, she was a beast. Courtney Wilder is a monster. Shout out to her, um, but she quit. So coach was like, "Anybody want to take her spot? Come to practice tomorrow." I came, and I showed. The bleep out. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> you can as a podcast. Oh, I can? Yep. Oh, I showed the fuck out. There <laughs> you go. I, um, he was just like, you were all over the field. I was always on top of the quarterback. I was getting interceptions. I was finally catching something. Wow. And um, they were like, this was the spot for you. So I started out at middle linebacker, and you know, as time went on, they realized I was a lot faster than most girls, what we call in the box. Mm-hmm. So um, they put me back at strong safety and played four men. Four men in the box, women in the right. box, and uh, yeah, I was just a fast, aggressive, defensive player that transitioned over into playing offense as well. So I started playing on the line, on the offensive side, as a tight end. So getting my hands on people and catching balls and touchdowns nice. and things like that. So,
2: um, how long did it was the duration between you deciding like yeah, okay, I'll try this to the you finding that like sweet spot? Oh, it was so fast. Really? Um,
1: yeah, within weeks of me playing like at huh. least three four weeks after tryouts I was already like at first I just like first I thought I'm not gonna be able to travel like i I'm not playing well at all like I'm not gonna make because we have 20 women on the team and only 14 can travel to games oh, wow. so I was like I don't want to be playing and not you know I don't want to be on a practice squad right like that's not what I want so um just so happens within three four weeks um, we had a game like seven weeks after we had tryouts and I was on the starting roster. Wow. Yeah. My first game, I blew, I, I sucked <laughs> so bad. Like, Because I had a coach that was in my ear telling me things that were unnatural to me. And first, like when those lights come on, it's totally different than practicing on a field right. with girls that you already know. I know your habits. I know what you're going to do. So it's easy to pick your ball. I don't know this girl. She's going to do things that are so abnormal to me. Okay. And so they cut on the lights, and this girl came charging at me on kickoff. And she was at least 20 pounds heavier than me, and she was hideous, okay? And <laughs> ugly people don't care, they just go. And I was just like, I stood there, and she ra- hit me so hard that my mouth guard flew out of my mouth, and immediately I thought to myself, I don't wanna play. I don't want to play. My mom flew in here from Houston. Like, I'm embarrassing myself right now. And after that play, I kept the whole game, I just wasn't playing like myself, and, um my coach was like you need to figure it out hmm. like after that game he's like you need to figure it out next game something clicked in me and I just went balls to the wall because he's like oh boy was in your ear he, he don't know what he's talking about he don't coach you I coach you don't listen to him listen to me it's different when you're on the field you're coaching you're the head coach you got to deal with everybody this guy's a defensive coordinator and he's in my ear so I'm listening to him and I didn't listen to him next game and I just balled out
2: Wow. So you used to play for the Tampa Breeze or the Jacksonville Breeze until they disbanded. You then went on to Australia to play as the only American on the Western Australian Angels. Yes. And then you were picked up by the Atlanta Steam, jersey number three. And then you found a home, a sisterhood, really. Uh, what was your experience
1: like in Atlanta? Tell us about Atlanta, Australia, all, of that. all that stuff. Um, Australia was an experience. I mean, I was very humbled by the fact that coach J.R. Rogers reached out to me and told me, you know, I was told I can have one American and if I couldn't get Adrian pernell I wasn't gonna have anybody. Wow. Yeah, I Whoa. was like what wow. a compliment.
0: Yeah. How many I'm, years was that after?
1: Um after what?
0: Like oh that wow. was my
1: third after my third season. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I had gotten defensive player that year. So he I mean I was all over everywhere. And um I'm still very close with his family to this day. Like that was like a family in Australia. So I went over there, taught those girls a thing or two about football. Um, we went, to, we actually went to the cups, like the final, like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and we lost, unfortunately. But that was the furthest I'd ever gone, even within the American League. Um, so after I came back from there, um, we went on to I actually played one more year with Jacksonville, and then that's when. I got drafted by Atlanta, which is a really funny story. I don't know if you guys looked it up, but I got in a really big brawl. Our mm-hmm. last game as the Jacksonville Breeze, me and my three best friends. We were playing against them. We ended up losing on a fluke. Like They were a brand new team. There was no reason why they should have beaten us, but we shit the bed, okay? <laughs> and the last two minutes, it was like a Cinderella story for them, and we were sick about it. And they were taunting us like taunting and I ended up punching their coach in the face. Oh yeah, I no. read about that yeah. one. Read about that one. Yeah, yeah. We made TMZ sports and everything. So, um, but now I'm very, very close with him, very good friends <laughs> with him. I love you, Dane <laughs> Robinson. Um, but that that was what sparked our relationship. So he had reached out to all of my best friends on the team, and like they were like, we're going to go play for Atlanta. And I was just like, nobody reached out to me. And finally, he, he took it upon himself to call me personally. And we had a long conversation. He apologized for his part in it. I apologized for my part in it. Punching him in the face. Sorry yep. about that. Sorry about that. Um, and then so we went down there to try out quote unquote tryout and we thought we were going down there for a setup we thought we were about to go down there and get beat up by the whole team like that's what that was for and it ended up being like this beautiful love story of us falling in love with the quarterback Dakota Hughes who then became me Dina and Lauren Ziegler's best friend so it's like all four of us the whole three years I played there it was like we were the ones to beat everybody wanted to beat us but um, they did beat us (laughs) <laughs> Chicago beat us a lot. But we, I mean, when I tell you I'd never been coached better, I'd never been, uh, felt more at home with women. You know, that and at that point I felt like, wow, this is why I'm playing football. You know, I grew as a person, I grew as a woman, and I grew as a player. And that's all I could ever ask for.
2: Um, I have a question about like your practicing. So how many days a week would you practice? Like, was this like your full-time job doing this? No.
1: Um, nope. It, when I was here in Tampa, when we played in Tampa, we pra- practiced two times during the week and then on Saturdays and Sundays, every week. Was and then no. when would your games be? Saturdays. Okay. So if we didn't have a game, uh, we you would have practice. Yeah. But you were traveling to Jacksonville. So when then I, I traveled to Jacksonville. You, yeah. um, that was three and a half hour drive, which wasn't that bad. And then we started playing for Atlanta. And we st- we thought, okay, we could drive. It's four of us. We'll drive seven hours So every you're doing weekend.
2: that... You're practicing in Atlanta also, so you're driving back and forth. So when I started playing for
1: Atlanta I had to start practicing in Atlanta. So we were driving and then we were like, This is horrible. Like we didn't want to drive anymore. Imagine practicing two a days on Saturdays and Sundays, then having to drive back and then wake up on Monday morning and go to work. Because mm-hmm. we all have regular jobs.
2: Yeah, what, what, what was your job at this time?
1: At that point, I was working as an account manager for a place called De- Dealer Wizard. Wow. So it was a nine to five. I mean, I loved my job, and they, they gave me a lot of lead way to do what I wanted to do. Um, but it was exhausting, yeah. you know? So we, then we started flying. Well, now you're incurring all this expense. So, um, yeah. And no one, no one realizes that, you know, when you st- sign up to play this sport, that you're dedicating a lot of your time, energy, right. and money into something that is a passion of yours. So mm-hmm. were you,
0: you weren't paid, or were you paid nope. no stipend or anything nope. like that, wow. mm-hmm. so it's purely for, well, what about all the sponsorships and stuff, it never trickled down
1: to the players? Like, mm-hmm. how does, why, I mean, isn't that None kind of, of, that. of strange? It's kind of controlled. It's like a controlled environment. So we have to get all of our sponsorships ran through, through the league, um, respectively, because we signed a contract with them. So, um, but in regards to travel expenses, I mean, you could seek out your own sponsorship if you choose to do so, but um, not many of us did. Did you ever think about just living in Atlanta and getting a job there? I thought about it, um, but I forget what deterred me from doing that. I think I started dating a guy, and he was the reason why I stayed so I was blessed enough that I was, I started dating a guy that, you know, encouraged me to play football, and Mm -hmm. he paid for all my flights that year, you know, and then I got a sponsorship for my last year that I was there, but that was, prior to that, I was paying for everything out of pocket, and not only is it flights, but you gotta get a rental car, right? then you gotta get a hotel, you know, it's a lot. And And you're taking time
2: off work, where you could be making money, and instead you're spending it. All of that. Um, Well, since this is a um, beauty-driven podcast you're sweating a lot how would you keep your skin clear and not only how would you keep your skin clear but also how would you you're doing such a manly masculine job how would you still stay in touch with your like feminine side
0: yeah i want to say something about that because i actually met you because of that because mm-hmm. you started coming to me for skincare yes how many years ago? Like six years ago?
1: It was a while ago. Was this in Atlanta? No, no it was here. here.
0: Oh, okay. Because it,
1: actually. When I was when playing I, for Jacksonville. Yep.
0: You were playing for Jacksonville. You stop playing for, yeah, 2000. Okay. Yeah, that would have been right. And then I work in Atlanta. So the times that she was in there, we'd try to connect a couple of times. That's fine. But she's up 85. <laughs> I'm on 75. Yeah. And Atlanta's <laughs> traffic
1: is stupid. Yeah. It's so
0: crazy. Um, you started coming to me
1: because you were having issues yes. of your helmet and mm-hmm. just acne congested and skin mm-hmm. yeah um so talia was the she helped me out a lot because it had gotten to a point where it was really bad for whatever reason when i got back from australia i started having tons of skin problems um but when it came to she i was started getting peels and things like that you have to kind of be active with your skin regimen when you play a sport like that because when we're on the field, we can't take our makeup off. We still have to be a brand and uh, represent ourselves accordingly. So you now you're playing football with makeup on uh-huh. and after you've done plenty of photo shoots all day. So you're wearing this makeup from 9 in the morning wow. till 12 at night, you know, and it can be a lot on your skin. So since then, thank God the boys have saved my life. You know, I still need to go to Talia for, you know, some some peels you know to get that scarring out of there yeah Yeah, some cleanup because i definitely encourage every woman to make sure you maintain yourself you know you have to make sure that find your balance within yourself mm-hmm. you know there's everyone has their thing and I and my thing is my skin my skin and my eyelashes I mm-hmm. love those two things so if I can find a time to get out and go get a, a facial I definitely highly encourage it because you want to be more proactive with your skin rather than waiting till it's too late and now you look old and right you know it's not cool. My, literally it's
0: literally a good point because I, I had some I've had some clients that are bucks chillers too and same scenario yeah. even when they're rehearsing they have to wear full makeup yep and it just their skin wreaks havoc from it yeah, because of this it's high def makeup and it just yeah it's horrible did you
2: find what was um the specific brand of makeup that you would wear that would stay on no
1: matter sweat um i think i'm ju- i think i'm just pretty good at doing my makeup cuz i use all types i use cheap makeup i use really expensive makeup um so my my one i always wear like during game day um, is NARS love Nars. I love NARS Foundation um, always wear a primer. I definitely think that the primer has helped with like keeping the makeup on um, and yeah and set and make sure you set your foundation too because it'll just run off if you don't you'll kind of look crazy <laughs> um, i'm 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 obsessed with makeup, so like I love getting done up and doing all of those things, but sometimes less is more, you know what I mean during the day. Because with me, with the congested skin, I can't wear makeup all the time because of that. You know, I want to try and stop the problem before it starts. So totally. So,
0: let's talk about some stats while you were in the league. As the you are the 2013 Legends. Football league defensive player of the year. That's pretty awesome. You competed for a Jacksonville Breeze defense ranked number one in the league, allowing only forty-one points. You would rank second in rushing and receiving yards, showing a solid offensive game with features features twelve point seven yards per carry and seven point one yards per catch, respectively. Basically a badass in the league. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know uh, football lingo, <laughs> sounds but sounds sounds,
1: sounds like good. you're good. <laughs> sounds pretty good. I did a few things.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about your conditioning, um, your training schedule. I know a lot of the listeners would love to hear how you get your bang and bod,
1: <laughs> and your strength. Well, really I had your power. my bang and bod. <laughs> <laughs> it's still here. It's just not as good as it was before. Um, I can talk about it just because I want to get back into it. So I definitely encourage every woman. um, I hated running. Like, running is awful, but it definitely makes a a difference in those lower abs. So um, my training regimen when I was in the league was I worked out heavy weights all week, three times a week. Um, And then on Saturdays and Sundays, I had two days at football practice. So I was running for four hours a day doing hard sprints and um you don't know how much that changes your body until you don't run anymore Mm -hmm. i highly encourage every woman do sprint intervals you know what i mean i'm not a long distance kind of runner girl you can tell the difference between a long distance runner body and a sprinter's body just google it you know um if you're into big legs big butts small stomachs flat stomachs which is what i'm really really into uh Hard sprints and heavy lifting.
0: So, with your weight training regimen, were you concentrating on a uh, the muscles per day, or were you doing overall? Because I I'd see some videos sometimes with you doing some a lot of squat work. Yes. Um, but would you combine that with upper arms at all, or you know? I did upper body.
1: I did upper body. But um, not on the same day, right? Um. No, I didn't really do a lot of full body uh, workouts. I would do mainly, mostly leg workouts because my leg workouts usually include upper body stuff. So like if you're holding that squat rack, it's still a lot of strain on your upper body. Um, and then you're holding dumbbells down below and doing step-ups, you're still working out your upper body. And I have a tendency to get really big up top. So I try and stay away from pushing a lot of weights because there was a time when I did that and I just looked... <laughs> I looked like a robot. Um, mm-hmm. It was nothing wrong with that. I was still beautiful, but my friend told me you might want to chill. You're starting to look real jacked. So I um, I try to stay stay with more of lower body workouts. And if I was going to do an upper body workout, it'd be a lighter because when you're also when you're playing football, you're pushing a lot. Mm-hmm. You're hitting people a lot. So you're going to work out your upper body in general like it's just going to happen so i focus more on lower body cuz i'm all about the booty i mm-hmm. love butts i love butts on men i love butts on me lots of people mm-hmm. love butts <laughs> exactly so do I the th- i think there's a song about like <laughs> big butts <laughs> but my my so. advice is do not skip leg day you will be so mad that you did. I swear. Especially if you're going to play. If you plan on playing football, because somebody's going to run your ass right over. Right. Yeah. Well, I think women actually do a lot
0: of more legs than even men. Men mm-hmm. seem to be the big complainers when it comes to leg day. Yeah. But.
1: When I worked out at Powerhouse, the guys used to stare at me and my best friend because she's 175 and I was 150 at the time, and we're over here pushing more weight than the men. and yeah. They would literally stare at us, and sometimes later on come up to us and be like, "You guys are jacked." We're like. Look at your legs I though. big <laughs> legs. I'll meet like, you on the football field. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm about to burn you. You better get your life together. I I cannot stand a man that does not work his body, his upper, lower body up. Oh.
2: Um. So, what's your workout regimen now? Uh, I, I lift my kids all
1: day. <laughs> no, I um I try. I try and make it to the gym. Um, I just moved all the way out to Riverview. But prior to that, I was still training with the same trainer that uh, my best friend works out with, and she's still playing. Um, so I was about to be in football shape, but I stopped because I moved. But now I just, you know, do sprint intervals at home. I make sure I do abs every day because that make such a drastic change like if you do a lot of you know leg lifts and things like that it works out that bottom uh, most women that have had kids that little, you, pooch. That little pooch that just mm-hmm. does not go away you want to try and get rid of that by eating right which I didn't do while I played but I, it makes a huge difference so eat right make sure you try and do some type of movement every day right. whether it be abs, push ups air squats whatever I try and make sure I wake up in the morning and do something and I'll use my kids as weights i do live instagram feeds of me working out to hold myself accountable and you know i'll get out in the backyard and do some sprints and nice. just try and make sure i stay active because i don't want to look flabby
0: mm-hmm. now your boys are turning a year and so how do you how long did you feel like i mean you had twins first mm-hmm. of all we'll talk about that a little bit f- further but how long did it feel like you lost that weight Mm. pretty quickly or some people lose it quickly because of breastfeeding or whatnot but I mean you're running around with two twins too that's gonna be exhausting now, take a
1: while it's all about body image so I have a my perception of my body is a lot different than other people's people look at me now and like you look amazing you're right back to what you look I'm like nope this is wrong that's wrong Mm -hmm. it's all about perception so the first four months after having my kids I was a complete zombie like I didn't want to answer my phone I didn't want to do anything I was just literally pumping breast milk all day tons of fun tons of fun you know you just get like two hours of sleep at night like that's so amazing you know no one (laughs) told me that when I was going to be a mother but yeah so I stopped breastfeeding at six months after that I think it took like another month for me to be like oh I'm a human and I'm normal again and then I had my sister there to start babysitting for me because I don't just trust anybody with my kids um and then I started getting in the gym and then like my fourth time being in the gym I was like oh yeah I remember this girl, my body feels a little bit more normal. So it's a, it's mental. It's and I feel like I didn't start feeling good about myself until I started taking care of myself again. You know, once I started working out and started looking like myself again, I was like, oh my God, everything is a breeze. Like I can take care of my kids better. I can, I can eat better, you know, cause you kind of get in a state where you're kind of complacent. You're like, this is my schedule for the day. Well, mm-hmm. it's exhausting you can yeah. you have to prioritize and part mm-hmm. of that is prioritizing your mental health mm-hmm. too. so
0: mental health is major so um we're gonna kind of shift gears here and we're gonna talk about some controversy <laughs> <laughs> actually i already brought one up about punching the coach so we're gonna check that one off no anyhow Ordain. so <laughs> this is really more about um you are you're no stranger to controversy because you are a very vocal player and i from video videos i've seen it feels like you can kind of back it up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pretty
0: good. That's what they say about me. <laughs> so tell us about your style of play and style of trash talk. And do you ever look at old fi- footage and go, what was I thinking? Or do you think, yeah, yeah, that's right,
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I literally look back at my videos um, of me playing, because for whatever reason, they're surfacing more these days than they were when I was playing. Um, and I'm like... I think people miss you. I, they really do. I, I love them, too. <laughs> 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 I, um, I love who I am on the field. Like I have no regrets. I told it how it was at all times. And like you said, I backed it up and I have not one problem with it. I mean, there's a lot of people that still hate me because of it. <laughs> I literally have some girls blocked on on uh, every social media platform because they still try and pick fights with me wow. on social media. And it's like, first of all, I will drag you. <laughs> Second of all, I, I've given these people opportunities to fight me because that's what I'm about. Like, I, I like to fight. That's just what I like <laughs> to do. Um, and they didn't take the opportunity, so mute. Uh, I don't. You're <laughs> muted because yeah. w- what is my point? I'm just giving you clout, and I'm not going to do that. But um, when it comes to my style of trash talking, I went for the juggler. Mm-hmm. I told you how it was. I'm going to call you every bitch, every word in the book, and I know that's so opposite of what we try and do with football, women empowerment, but I mean, if you mic up the boys in football, they're cursing at each other, they're calling each other all kinds of names. The only difference is when the guys get off the field, they leave it on the field and then they can go party together. Oh, we carry grudges. The girls, we carry grudges. Me and my best friend, we be like, oh, so-and-so says so-and-so about me on the field. Oh, we not talking to her. Oh, she comes up to us at the LFL awards. We not talking to her. Like. I'm so sensitive, and I'm 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 a ride or die. So if someone says something about my friend, tried to fight my friend. We got to throw these hands like that's just what we have to do. Obviously, I'm a mom now. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> but but that's PTA how I meeting. was, right? PTA meetings meet me outside. Oh, hell
0: no! I see you.
1: Yeah.
2: Meet by the minivan. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which is one thing I'll never drive. Let's be very oh, clear God, about high that. Five on that. No, I am never driving minivan, a minivan yeah. ever. My my boyfriend was like, I want five kids, and he was like, and you're gonna have to drive a minivan. Uh, no. no, we're getting a Cadillac. We are gonna figure it out because that's not happening. Mercedes van hey there that's you go. exactly what you I mean. <laughs> need and i'm not driving it <laughs> all right cool are you, wait are you ever worried about your um
2: what are you gonna explain to your boys or if you do have you know those five oh kids yes. well, I, I they're and gonna they, be like mama and they see the videos awesome.
1: i think they're gonna say my mom is a fucking badass like yeah. she's so dope like <laughs> the the way that the, the league portrays me they're like Adrian's a shit talker and she can back it up. And I think my kids are going to be like, yeah, my mommy can back it up. Like, right. That's, that's a good thing. At least you can back it up. behind yeah. you for a little Only while. Only thing that sucks is, like, my butt is all the way out. And it's like, whatever. They see my butt at home. Like, you came out of me. So yeah. they'll be okay. No but Well, it's a good looking butt, though. You know, thank hey. God. And they got it. They got my butt. So they better be thankful. Because <laughs> it could have been the other way around. Daddy don't got no booty. So... <laughs> Um, well, Daddy wouldn't
0: have had a job
2: then. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Talia listens.
2: Um, let's get to some Instagram fan questions. You have a very large following on Instagram, a lot of loyal people, so a couple of them wanted to ask you some questions. Um, from teely Love,
1: how do you reward yourself when you achieve your goals? Hi, Teeley. Um, I don't know. In regards to, um, like, if we want a game and things like that, like, I'm a partier. I am a social butterfly. I like to go and enjoy myself. And I'm I'm all about celebrating every little victory, (laughs) tiny victories. Did you make it to practice this weekend? Okay, let's celebrate that. You know what I mean? So I just live life to the fullest. And I wish I could be like, oh, I reward myself after a great workout with or a great week of workout with a cupcake. No, I eat cupcakes every day. Okay. <laughs> I love food. Like and I don't even I don't want to say I love food because I struggle with eating. But what I I love sweets. I and that's partially why my skin is the way that it is. <laughs> I love sweets. So um I reward myself by eating everything that I possibly can think of that I want. <laughs> and party, 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 party and enjoy myself. But now I guess my reward is my kids. <laughs>
2: Um, what about?
1: Good, good answer. When did you re- decide to retire? Uh, well, when I found out I was pregnant, so um, I didn't know it, but I played three football games pregnant with wow. twins. Yeah. So I found out, and once I found out, I was like, "Well, well, that was a way to go out with a bang." Um, and I just realized that having kids, the time constraints, the money constraints, I wasn't going to be able to do all of that. So. Um, now now that I've had them and they're a year, I'm like, oh, I could possibly do that. But then when it comes to like money, I'm like, I, am not, I don't wanna devote my money to football when I have children at home. I'd rather start them a savings yeah, account.
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you ever wanna go back,
1: get back. I love time. it. I mean, football is my passion. It's what I love to do, but I don't know if I would love it as much now Because I'd probably be sitting at the field thinking about my kids the whole time. I'm that mom, unfortunately. You know, I love everything that the league has, you know, provided me, you know, every opportunity, because I never left the country until I started playing football. Um, And I would have never lived in Australia if it wasn't for the LFL. But at the same time, I love my kids. Like, I wish I could have brought them. They would have tore everything up in here. (laughs) But when you meet them, you'll be like, I see why you are so obsessed with your children. am i the godmother of them my best friend all of that she's like you're that mom I'm like so i'll be okay with being that mom yeah there's
2: worse things to be right um this is from blasian yeah. 254 what up blasian 254 um he said do you miss the lfl at all do you ever plan on filling any coaching or promotion opportunities for them what is next for you oh
1: um when it comes to coaching i think i would definitely entertain that um, if they started a team here in Tampa. It would have to be convenient. Obviously, the numbers have to be right. We all have to be on the same page. But when it comes to the LFL, I am loyal to them for life. You know, the, I love Mitchell That's Martaza. what it stands for, right? Loyal for life? There it goes, <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they, you know, they got my heart. You know, they won me over. They treated me like nothing less than amazing while I played with them for eight years. Um, and they're, they're a family to me, so... I would definitely entertain the opportunity to be a coach. Um, We still do promo stuff back and forth, like those are my people, you know. Um, But yeah.
0: Do you have an agent? I mean, how does that work? I need one.
1: (laughs) So you're looking for an agent? I wish I had an agent. If I had an agent, I'd probably have a lot of sponsorships and could do a lot more, but. yeah. But I, I don't. I don't, so. I don't know if there's like a market for that, you know. But we there was a guy that reached out to us to try and be an agent, but he ended up being kind of weird, and I didn't sign with him. But a, a bunch of other girls did, and I don't trust people. And if I if I talk to you and I don't trust you, then I definitely can't do business with you. Right, so. totally.
0: So, um, what was the transition like to go from single and basically a celebrity mm-hmm. to having twins? Did you feel culture shock much or?
1: you go through a transition like most nfl players i'm sure i I, i'm very close with a lot of nfl players and they struggle with life without football and um i kind of struggled with it in my mind for a little bit but also your motherly instincts kick in and they kind of take over everything and i was blessed enough to uh, that my motherly instincts outweighed my sadness for football. Um, I still got to live it out because my best friends still played and I was still a fan of theirs. I took the boys to see them play and live, and even though they didn't appreciate it because they didn't understand, but it was something that was, it brought me joy, you know, just watching football and being there screaming at the top of my lungs for my teammates, um, that made it, it just still fulfilled that little bit of me that missed football um because I mean I talk to them every day I still my coach still sends me film from practice and tells me to break it down you know like wow. this is just something that's going to be a part of me for the rest of my life because it's been a it's been in my heart since I was born I truly believe that like my first necklace my dad bought me was a Buccaneers charm you know wow. helmet charm because he knew like I just wasn't a normal kid I used to walk around town and call me Mike Tyson like that other little <laughs> girls are getting called Barbie and stuff I'm over here getting called Mike Tyson like biting people's ears off <laughs> It's always been. I've always been a different breed so
2: I'll take it <laughs> that's awesome um, what are your days like now?
1: Ooh. Um, well I'm in college <laughs> so I wake up Mondays and Wednesdays I wake up and go to school thankfully I have uh, the father of my kids is like amazing with um, the boys. So, but when I come home, it's wake up, make sure the boys are fed, play time. I'm handling business on the computer. Nap time at twelve, then wake up at one and do it all over again. Another. What are your sons' snap. names? Tristan and Princeton Moten, the Moten twins. They are so awesome. <laughs> they are super cute. I
0: are they? Had a chance to see them
1: yet, are they little Mike Tyson's? Um, one have, of them.
2: Do you think they have like a football career ahead uh, of
0: them?
1: I don't think dad would want them to play football because he's a basketball player. So, sports uh, in general? Yeah, definitely sports. They already try to catch the ball and throw it. So, I know we're weird parents and people think. They don't even know what they're doing. Yes, they do. They are. They know how to catch and they know how to throw it back wow. to you at eleven I, months wow. old. And they. And if you don't give Tristan the ball back in a timely fashion, he's gonna scream at you until you do. So. You're gonna be the ultimate like soccer mom. It's gonna be really bad. <laughs> I feel really <laughs> bad for any for refs for the boys and the for the team <laughs> for the boys. I hope I don't embarrass them, but I'm gonna be the one like standing up screaming at the yeah. top of my lungs <laughs> at every event. It's gonna be horrible. And then and then your kids are going to be
2: like, yeah, well, look at my mom's old YouTube videos of her kicking oh, <laughs> yeah. ass. Yeah. That's where I get it from. Yeah, that's exactly what's
1: going to happen. Um, how do you stay looking good with such a full plate? Um, I try and put myself first. Cause, that's uh, important, I think. Yes, there are times where I was just sitting around, especially when I was breastfeeding with my, my bra with the two <laughs> holes in it and just sitting around in my boyfriend's boxers, and I'd be like, you, do you know who you are? Like, girl, you are fine. Why are you sitting around here looking crazy? So when I have those moments where I'm just like, I'm so ugly, I just take a second and go, take a shower, blow dry my hair, and put some makeup on. I'm like, girl, you are not ugly. You is fine, you real fine. So you have to make sure you put yourself first because as much as I'm obsessed with my kids, I also know that I am important as well. And there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit of mommy time.
2: Well, it's like when you're on the airplane and they're like, all right, in case of an emergency, the emerg- the, the oxygen mask will drop down. You have to put yours, yours on, on first before you help others. And I feel like a lot of um, just talking to a lot of my clients who are moms, mm-hmm. they get so run down because they're just trying to be like the best mom that they can be and the best wife. But it's like they forget about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you have to. You know, do things for yourself so that way you can offer the best version of yourself. This is true.
1: This is very true. But at true. least they're
2: getting lashes, so, you know, Well, it definitely
0: they're gets, doing it. <laughs> they're
1: doing something. <laughs> it becomes adjusted,
0: though. I'd have to say just having kids yeah, for so long you have kids. that there's just certain things I just can't do quite as thoroughly. Like, do my hair quite as good right. every single day than I used to do or things like that. Yeah. So I prioritize. I learn how to simplify. Kind of just... You know.
1: Yeah, some days you can blow dry and curl. Other days you got to slap some braids in the <laughs> boy and think <laughs> mm-hmm. it's cute and be done with it. But yeah, it's all about time management. Yep, time, time management. management. exactly. Thank and God that. for play pens. And
0: <laughs> seriously, having kids taught me time management. Because mm-hmm. before I had all this time that I didn't realize I was wasting it, essentially. And now I, I'm very good at getting, getting a lot of shit done. Yep. I don't know how, I just do. God bless you. I'm like a
1: podcast Tyler, I got a podcast, don't you, don't you fix people's faces? <laughs> like, okay, you do it all. Like, I commend it. All right. Wow.
2: Let's move on. Here um, I have a question. Uh, my questions are all like vanity. What are your like beauty must haves mm. to keep you looking good with your kids? Like your favorite, like products, like your ride or die stuff. Baby wipes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with, well, with, for me or for my kids? For you. Okay. Um, I think eyelashes are the most important thing that a woman, because you can wake up and just look beautiful with just eyelashes. So lashes um, and skincare. So if you have lashes and clear skin, The best
0: accessories, honestly. Mm -hmm. Those two are the best. It's so
1: easy. You can throw your hair up in a bun with some eyelashes on and some clear skin, and you look so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that's what I strive for. You know, while I was breastfeeding, my skin was gorgeous. So I thought I was so fire with Mm -hmm. just some eyelashes and, you know, my skin clear. So I think um, if a, a woman wants to feel her best, if she's anything like me, make sure that you have beautiful eyelashes. Take that. You know, two hours for to get that full set and right. then that hour to get that fill every three weeks. Take that time to yourself to reflect, meditate, do whatever you need because that will do you wonders. You can wake up and, and look bright, you know, mm-hmm. You'll you'll look, look beautiful. We're believers. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I will never
0: not have them. Ever, never. Even when you don't have lashes anymore, we'll just figure out a way to put them on. I'll draw, or <laughs> draw
2: um, them on or something. What about any tips for moms out there that are running around with a crazy schedule?
1: Breathe. You <laughs> have to breathe, like for real, because if you just keep it all bottled in, you're going to be so tight and you're yeah. going to forget everything and you're going to go crazy. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Like when your baby cries, you're just, that's going to be it, you know, yeah. going to explode. Me, I had to just start, I, I taught myself patience. I guess they taught me the patience that I needed because if they're, when they're both screaming, like there's nothing that you can do if you've tried everything, you just have to let, sometimes you gotta let them scream it out. So I, you know, and, and most of the time that's when I'm running around, trying to do run all these errands for me and everybody else around me, because um, everybody depends on mom, right? Mm-hmm. So when I, when I get to that moment, I just listen to some music I breathe and keep things in perspective. And, hey, baby, you're okay? Okay. You're going to keep screaming? That's fine. We'll figure (laughs) it out, you know. I just talk to myself, talk to my kids, and zen it out. And I didn't have any type of patience before my kids, so God bless them. (laughs) Yeah. I was beating people up on the field. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) It's weird how they teach you patience, yeah. it's it's Because you just love them so unconditionally that you just – I let them get away with
1: things that I would never let anybody else get away with. Like, they slap me in the face all the time. Like, what? Knock me out with their head. (laughs) I think I'm going to lose a couple of teeth. That's just
0: because they've been looking at footage at night in the crib. They're trying to keep up. (laughs) Yep.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, What does the future hold for you? I know we talked about um, potential things. (laughs) Um, But, like, football. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't want to give anything away if she's not ready yet. Oh, that's true. Um, That's true. Like football, or you know, what are your future goals?
1: Well, I wish I was cool enough to have a podcast show like you guys. Well, maybe someday. One day. So yeah, a podcast is would be awesome. Hopefully, in my near future. Um, like I said, I'm in school, so hopefully graduation is in my near future too, because <laughs> that is stressful. Um, and I don't know. I want to. I have so many ideas in my head. I just want to put them down on paper and and make it happen. Um. I, right now, I'm focusing fully on being the best mom that I possibly can be, like any new mom would, um, and keeping myself focused on my body goals because if I'm don't, if i not feeling it, if I'm not looking right, if I'm not into it, nothing's going to operate. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Um, do you want
2: to have any more babies?
1: Uh, yeah, I would love to. Um, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to at least have one more because... Everyone keeps trying to wish a girl on me, so bring it on in, oh. like, three years. I could see your girl
2: being the most girly, oh, just the opposite. that would be so sad. Ballerina. Just the but,
1: hey, girl, do you. Your brother's yeah, going to beat you up, but do you, girl. <laughs> yeah,
0: girls rock um, because you can do it all. Really, you can. Yes. You can do it all if you're a girl. They can
1: be girly or they can be yep. a badass like me. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> um, where can everyone find you? Um, Instagram is my biggest forum um, it's going to be I'm a start a riot. Everyone thinks it's I'm a triot. I don't know why. Um my my Instagram handle is as ignorant as I am. It's I'm a start a riot 3. Uh, that's, and that means it's the third Instagram. So we came a long way. Wow.
0: That's <laughs> a third edition. You mean 3.0? Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: crazy. So yeah, I-M-A-S-T-A-R-T A-R-I-O-T 3. 3. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you
0: today. You are definitely a dynamo, and we wish you the best in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. And thank you for listening to Instant Pretty Podcast.
2: Stay pretty, America. Stay pretty. Stay with me.
3: This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey everybody, welcome to Duffified Live today. My guest, chef, restaurateur, one hell of a good dude, Fabio Viviani. The things I always wanted and it was always hard for me to get it because of the lifestyle I had. Late night, you know, early morning, never a weekend off, always traveling. Was to have a family. You know, sure. i leave to come home and see my wife and my kids. You know, that's my biggest price possession. That's why I get up in the morning. That's why I push so hard. That's why now that I have a kid that drives lower, that everything I do, even taking a shower, two showers a day instead of one, and sometimes not take a shower when you're too tired when you get out of the restaurant is because of them. So for me, I have to build the kind of culture in the restaurant that is not going to undermine that in the long run. If you have a restaurant where everybody's screwing each other, everybody disrespect each other, everybody does blow, take shots, and by the end of the night somebody's going to take you home because you're the owner, it doesn't work in the long run. Yeah, it might exactly. be fun for you or two if that's your kind of fun, but it ain't my kind of fun and it's not the kind of environment that I want my child and my wife to come when they want to hang out with me. Exactly. You see what I mean? So for us, for me, you gotta you gotta see past the the short term, which is the problem with restaurant business and hospitality, everything is very short term. Oh, that restaurant gave me 50 cents more. I'm going to go there. I make yep. more money on a Saturday night at that sports bar instead of this restaurant. Oh, it doesn't work for me. Like That never worked, and it's a lot harder to build, but it lasts a lot longer. It lasts forever, yep. unless you want to sell it. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy
0: can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.